Welcome back to another episode of Talking Classical with me, Annabelle. In this episode, I'm delighted to present an interview with Alison Langer, an amazing British soprano who is currently starring as young Heidi Schiller in the National Theatre's revival of Stephen Sondheim's classic musical Follies. Now, when I first moved to London, I really wanted to see this show, but um, all the tickets were pretty much sold out. So when I found out that The National was going to be reviving Follies, I simply had to go and see it. And I was very lucky to get a last minute ticket for the first preview in February. And they say, don't believe the hype, but believe the hype. This show has had pretty much five star reviews all across the board. The ultimate ode to show business. Um, Classy, sophisticated, and of course, incredibly glamorous. And for the classical side of things, it also stars Dame Felicity Lott as Heidi Schiller, undoubtedly one of the finest sopranos of our time. I was very lucky to meet Alison in between a two-show day. We met at the National Theatre and talked about her role as young Heidi Schiller, but also her experience as an opera singer. I just need to let you know that there is um, some background noise, but I hope that it doesn't detract too much from the interview. I've tried to do what I can, but you may need to turn up the volume a little bit on your device. Don't forget that you can also listen to my previous episode with Dr. Sherry Tan from Royal Holloway. That episode is all about classical music in China. You can also follow Talking Classical on Facebook, Twitter and the Talking Classical blog. And you can listen to all of the episodes so far on SoundCloud, iTunes and Spotify. So I hope that you enjoy listening to this interview with Alison Langer. And don't forget to book your tickets to see Follies at the National Theatre before the end of its run in May. Could you tell me, first of all, how the role of young Heidi Schiller came about? Well, I went to Guildhall, yeah. School of Music and Drama, and at Guildhall I was in a production of Chaplin, which is a musical. Oh, I love that musical. It's such a great musical. So good. That the acting course had put on, mm-hmm. but they, they get a couple of singers um, from the, the vocal studies course, which yeah. I was on, I was in my third year, mm-hmm. and uh, they asked for us to come and just be part of the ensemble. Mm-hmm. which is what I did and uh, the choreographer for that musical was Bill Deemer yeah, who is as we the, just said, as yeah. we just said, the choreographer for this and he um, put my name forward and I came and auditioned for the role mm-hmm. and I did my audition and was like okay we'll see how that went yeah, yeah. and then had to come back and do a recording that was sent to Stephen Sondheim because Stephen Sondheim had oh, to be approved <laughs> of course yeah. so um and then he said yes, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. And uh, here I am today, doing yeah. a in 
please. Yeah. So, so what was the audition process like? Did you just have to make the recording, or did yeah. you have to go and see the um, panel? Well, and... so the first they call, it's actually from a meeting, oh, okay. which I'm not used to. I'm, I normally they're normally called auditions. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the first meeting I had was with Wendy Spawn, who was the casting director, mm-hmm. uh, Dominic Cook, Bill Dima, and Nigel Lilly. We sat around, sat down, and I had to sing one more kiss. Yes. And show that I could sing. Uh, Exactly. <laughs> and then we just talked about the song and what it means and oh, actually okay. that's something that um, is well it's done very much in opera anyway because you have to of translate course, it especially yeah, for singing yeah. in a different language yeah. but it's so present in musical theatre mm. and what was really striking is that there's was such a different take on the song that I've had so oh, okay. it was really nice to work with Dominic just yeah. on, on even just some of the lines yeah. um, so that was the first meeting got a phone call to us to come for a second meeting where I had to record it because the other music supervisor, Nick Spielberg, was in America. So that was oh, yes. mainly to send yeah. to him, but then mm-hmm. also to send to Stephen sometime. Yeah. Um, and then I got a phone call to say I'd got it. So, <laughs> so yeah. there we go. Were there any other um, sopranos who were considered for the role as well, or am sure. I not allowed to talk I, well, to you about I, that? I, I don't actually know. I, yeah. I think maybe, but I think they wanted somebody who was an opera singer but yeah. could sort of move and do okay. some dancing which Bill had seen that I could of course. just about get away with yeah. Yeah. <laughs> moving to some kind of rhythm on the stage. Yeah. Yeah. So could you just tell us a little bit more about your character and where she sits within the whole narrative of the show absolutely. and obviously you have your counterpart with Felicity and yes. Josephine as well don't absolutely, you? Yes. So Josephine and Felicity share the role of Heidi Schiller mm-hmm. who was an opera singer that was taken into the Follies by Weissman okay, and yeah. so she was the star act and Weissman and her had a past, yeah. a romantic past, yeah, yeah. which I think is, you can see quite uh, well in this production. So she comes back to, the, to this reunion yeah. and obviously hasn't seen him for a while and when, I'm, when I see her, which is I'm playing her younger part, yeah. um, she can't see me but I can see her and I can see that things have changed between them. There's a, a particular conversation they have that makes me think, oh, perhaps they're not, they didn't last. What we've derived from looking at the script and really, really looking into the story of Heidi is that she's very likely dying and this is her final goodbye. Oh, okay. So it's something that's just we, we sort of think of performance and if the audience pick up on that, brilliant. But it yeah. was it's just just it adds an extra layer to her really yeah. sing by and her going into the spotlight to sing one of more course, kiss yeah. it's like her final goodbye and me coming to join her is to say interesting yeah it's just I didn't sing. think of it that way when I saw her so I just I just thought that you know you Felicity just I, for me, it just seemed like the action just completely stopped and then you and Felicity just come on the stage and you sing this amazing number and then yeah. the action just starts again. I, d- I don't know. No. Well, I mean, I guess it's, it's kind of a highlighted moment, so I can see why you, why yeah. you probably thought that, but it's, yeah. it's, you know, there's a, and actually at the back, Weissman's looking at Heidi when she sings this. Some people don't see this because he's quite high no, up. No, I didn't know. But no, he's, yeah, it, it, this is why you have to come and see Follies lots of times. Oh, okay. <laughs> because yeah. it's like an onion. There are so many layers yeah, to it. So, yeah. um, but yeah, so that's her saying her goodbye. I sort of come in halfway through the duet to say, yeah. you've got to do this, you've got to sing this before you go because yeah. you'll regret it. Which is basically what Follies is all about. Follies yeah. is all about the, the roads that you took, the roads that you didn't take, and, yeah. and the regrets that you might have, or not having regrets and thinking, thank goodness I went with what I, I thought in life, right. which we all have. Okay. You know? yeah. um, but for Heidi, it's a very 
much right this is me now saying goodbye closing yeah. this chapter and from that point actually the whole of Folly's sort of the storyline changes yeah. yeah and you sing absolutely beautifully oh, so you, your voices complement <laughs> each other so well oh, thank you. It's, it's actually really interesting singing with Felicity and yeah. also singing with Josephine. I have to ask you, I'm sure you get asked it all the time, yeah. what is it like? It's, I mean, I pinch myself pinch yourself most moment. days, exactly. I can't believe I'm yeah, doing this. With, um, you're honestly living like the dream of so many people, like, <laughs> oh, you're the luckiest person in the world well, at the moment. Oh well, that's what it's, it's, what's lovely about it is that they're both such different singers. I can imagine, yes. So Felicity yes. is very much, um, she's done a lot of operetta, yes. she's done, you know, and so for her, she seems very earthy, actually. Yes, she is. And when, when singing with her, I feel like I can sort of really adapt with her. And we can be a slightly lighter on some notes. Yeah, that's um, interesting. Or, yeah, but with um, Josephine, she has got She's much more dramatic, isn't she? She is. She's got a real dramatic presence. Yeah. And there's something with really... all that, all those big, heavy roles she's done to sing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's something really, really nice about just her standing on the stage and this tour de force yeah, coming out, you know, yeah. <laughs> so it changes the way I sing it. Yeah. So you know, but it's but that's great because that's what singing is, isn't it? You know, of adapting to who you're singing with yeah. and duets. So, so it's great. It's yeah, really yeah. And had you met Felicity or Josephine before, or was it the first time? What was it like meeting them for the first time? Yeah. Was it a bit of a you know? Yeah, with the first time I met Josephine was. Um, and I was yeah, really yeah. when she walks into a room she's like, everybody come out everybody looks at yeah 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 she really totally. does um, and but with she's she's very different actually she's a little yeah. um, shy is the wrong word but she's sort of yeah I'm a bit, a bit more understated she comes across like that yeah, on the screen they're, they're both what the, what the wonderful thing about both is they're so generous mm. and they've both given me just the most incredible advice and um, you know I imagine yeah it's, it, it's really really amazing Josephine was when I got um, off of the part of the young of Violetta and the young artist program from one part last year yes. Josephine offered to go through the whole role with me wow. so it's a real a really really amazing thing I thought yeah. gosh Absolutely. What an amazing, what amazing contacts to have. Yeah, them. absolutely. I was, I was going to say as well because in the show, obviously they're your fictional counterparts, but yeah, like we were saying, you know, they're also like your mentors in real life as well, like many of the other young stars in the show as well, with these amazing musical theatre stars that they yeah. look up to as oh, well, don't they? Absolutely, absolutely. People like them, Tracy Bennett and Jane Dean, who are just gorgeous. They're just it's so funny how even today, like Kristen Chenoweth came to see the show. Yes, of you, course. Yeah, you look up to these people, but when they're when you're in the show with them, you're working with them, or if they they come and see the show and suddenly yeah. they elevate you and you make yeah, you go like up your game. Yeah, you? they do. But, but it's but it's also that they're just normal people. Exactly. At the same time, people. we can kind of put these people we admire, we put them on pedestals, and actually they're just normal people at the end of the day and they've got families and jobs to yeah. do. <laughs> exactly. But this is it, you know, it's a job, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Exactly. It's very much a job. But it's also a really, really good job yeah. <laughs> to have. Oh, I you know, I mean I just after the show today you just thought, wow. Yeah. You know, just you, you, you don't take it for granted. No, exactly. Yeah. 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 And what's it actually like standing on that stage because I'd seen the um, the Oklahoma production from the National many many years ago in that same 
space and then actually going there I did not realize how enormous it is and it's giant it's like a, it's like you know the colors a like a broken colors yeah. well the funny thing about the Olivier stage is the first time I, I've seen something there before very very long time ago remember yeah. I had this image of it being really big yeah but when I got this contract the first time I went onto the stage was the first time I saw the auditorium was from the stage and it is amazing how tiny it looks really? it looks really small and I actually remember feeling quite disappointed and thought oh this isn't as big as I remember but the minute you go into the or into the auditorium and look at the stage it is vast and the, the way it was designed it was actually designed to be sort of a coliseum with no break yeah. but because they needed a space for the sound and the lighting they created yeah. a lip so that's why there's the circle at the top ah, so it's okay. got that sort of yeah yeah because I was sitting up right up at the top of the circle and I mean the view is just amazing and I'm just walking in and just seeing the sets and yeah. everything it's just wow I mean, it, and yeah. then what's lovely about um, that the type of auditorium that it is for this show is that there's so much going on that you can actually wherever you're sitting see something different all the time yeah, yeah. Do you have the opportunities to go out and um, watch the production from the audience side, or are you are you in quite a lot of yeah, scenes? I, I can't do that in oh. <laughs> During rehearsals, I did, but yeah. actually on Tuesday the understudies are doing the cover up, ah, so I'm going to watch that so yes. I can actually see you know, what it looks like from, mm -hmm. from the audience. Yeah. Sometimes I do. I'm sitting in front of them on the side of the stage during Tracy's song. Yeah. Today, for example, looking out in the audience. And just seeing the faces, it's so nice watching their reactions. Yeah. It's really interesting actually to see yeah. how you, some people can just be completely deadpan and then at the end erupt. Yeah, yeah. Are they enjoying this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, of course they are, it's Tracy. Yeah, yeah it's, it's wonderful. Yeah. Just going back to when you were talking about um, when you had to, to sing One More Kiss for the Team, can you tell me a little bit more about the approach that Dominic and and sometime what's their approach to that song you know lyrically or emotionally well, um obviously i didn't i i didn't know the show of follies as in depth as i do now okay but what um dominic did try to get out of me was that i was saying these words to somebody that and i was breaking up with somebody and yeah. saying to them this is the last time i'm going to see you right? okay. and i'm going to turn around now because i can't i can't speak to you after this so it's a bit it's <laughs> like um when you break up with somebody you yeah. have to if you're finding it really difficult to get over somebody you have to cut off all the time yeah, and that's yeah. what um, they, those will be intentions that Dominic really wanted me to hone in on yeah. and it, it helped so much because it's so true it's one of yeah. those really hard things to do is to just let somebody go yeah oh I imagine yeah can do so yeah yeah especially yeah. when you're so in love with them which I think you know Follies Heidi is really you know, I think she's always had these feelings for white so She's probably married to somebody yeah. else, or you know, but she's always had this and what that thought of maybe you know we've all got those past boyfriends yeah. or girlfriends that you think oh I'd love I'd love to see them again just to see yeah. what they think or you know are they still thinking of me yeah you know? yeah yeah. Um, yeah yeah so that was what he he really wanted yeah. me to focus on yeah so 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 was it. Was it more your interpretation that you put on it, or was that something that kind of stemmed from the text? Yeah, I think it, everything is stemmed from the text yeah. in this show, and I think um, the fact that we think Heidi is probably dying and this is the final goodbye mm. 
it's for older Heidi, so more mature Heidi. Yeah. <laughs> she, um, it's her saying goodbye to this. I need closure. For um, younger Heidi, it's her saying twice, and I've got to say goodbye yeah. to you because, you know. And I don't. I I think Weissman probably did this with most girls that came to the forums, mm. and I think that you yeah. know, Heidi had this. She was this, this opera star yeah, that came. She yeah. was treated so nicely, yeah. um, and I think that Weissman um, made her feel like she was the one probably but yeah. then started maybe seeing somebody else and she thought right well yeah. it's not me I've got to leave and she left yeah. so that's so for me singing the song that's the intention yeah. for older Heidi the intention so is closure yeah. which is basically what Follies is about yeah. you know coming back in and, and saying goodbye to those yeah. friends and yeah. not hanging on to the past and, you know yeah. particularly for Sally the show to me it seems like it's kind of one big school reunion, isn't yeah. it? That one, like you said, that final hurrah, you know, we've just got to kind of go for it all out and show to ourselves, yeah, that we still got it. And yeah, I don't know. Yes, no, but it, it is, it, it, you know, gosh, if you think, I, I mean, I haven't been to a school reunion yet, which I- Neither I, have I. I. <laughs> I'd like to go to a, you know, a, a school reunion one day and just see where everybody is, but it's that, um, well, you can still keep everyone on Facebook. That, well, this is the thing now, this is the thing, that there was a wonderful documentary that Dominic um, told us to look at for research, which is called The Best Worst Thing That Ever Could Have Happened. Oh, okay. And it's about the original cast of Merrily We Roll Along, um, going back to the theatre where it was very first put on, because it was, a, it was a flop, it was an absolute flop, and these young people that were playing these, these major roles, um, coming back to the theatre and saying, and all the feelings they had, and it's exactly course, what yeah. we're, you know, yeah. we're doing. Yeah. Right? And it's a, it's an amazing documentary. Yeah. I think it's on Netflix. So oh, okay. I recommend it to uh, to loads of people. Yeah. It really, is. it's very emotional. Yeah. Um, but it was, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, it? yeah. And what I also really love about your seat as well is that you don't really have to do a, a huge amount. You don't have to prove yourselves. You can just exude that. Well, for me, like Felicity, she, and you, you exude radiance and stillness and just poise. And I think everybody in the audience, we all just felt so drawn to you because of that. You didn't need to project out or anything. And it's an amazing moment, but I think it doesn't need anything else. No. Because it's, it, you know, it's really, in a musical, especially this one, there are lots of, of songs that have got very action very action yeah, yeah. but the ones that are still you know especially with sometimes lyrics I mean one of the other songs in the show Could I Leave You which comes straight after oh with Janie uh, one, yeah. she does it so well I mean she does it really she stands it's a masterclass in acting it's an isn't it absolute masterclass she stands it she sings the words yeah. and she just stands yeah. you are so drawn to what she says which you know, it has taught me a lot about movement because I think I yeah. used to move a lot when I sang. Oh, you know, really? I used to sort of put our movements in for no reason at all. Yeah. Everything has to be reason, and it's it all yeah. got to be from the core, from the centre. Yeah, 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 from the centre, and and that's what I mean. Not singing, everything should be exactly. Yeah, yeah. So why shouldn't acting come yeah. from that? I mean, acting is singing. Singing is acting. There's no yeah. difference really. Oh, I mean, it's quite. Um, it's, it's it's probably slightly different when you're doing but you have to really really uh, use your entire body for singing because it's of a very course, physical yeah, thing for yeah, yeah. Um, but there shouldn't 
I personally don't think there should be any dolls really no. in the way that you sing. Yeah. Do you have any favourite singers or sopranos? Or? Um, yes, there's quite yeah. a few. I love Renee Fleming. I think she's a fantastic singer. Yeah. Joyce DiDonato. Um, oh yes, I saw yeah. a video with Joyce. Yes, I did a little a masterclass with her um, when yeah. I was studying at Guildhall. What was it like? That was that, amazing. Yeah. That was almost like me to, you to look, generate. You, look, <laughs> you looked like you were having the time of your life. In that, in the masterclass, I did. did. Again, I think the reason I loved it so much is because she's so all. She's so about the text. Yeah. And it's so important because I think if you've got the technique, you know that obviously we've always got to be working on technique. We've always got to be practicing and doing our exercises. But once you feel you have a a safe technique, a strong technique, Mm -hmm. you you can just let the text and the words take you, and it. It, it's yeah. exactly you know that thing that fuels the emotion yeah. in every word. Yeah. So, and in some and ways, you and in some ways it, it works both ways, doesn't it? As well, like mm. the, the text as well can also help to solve maybe a technical problem or you oh, know yeah, technique can help to fuel an artistic problem, and it works yeah. both ways. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm, well, I'm not exactly a singer myself, so but yeah, yeah. Yes. No, that's exactly right. You know, and and sometimes I think if you're getting stuck in a scene or working out how to interpret it, just take the script back. Yeah. I, every time I learn a role now, I I, I write every single thing down in the original language yeah. and then I put it down in a translator. Yeah, I, I hear a lot, a lot of singers do that, don't they? Yeah, <laughs> it's the only way. You've got to sort of read it as a script, yeah. and you have to keep reading it mm-hmm. and, and read everybody else's lines as well because there's so much yeah. there that can answer questions. Like, Why is yeah. this person saying this? And you know, it's it, 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 sometimes that can't happen until you're in the rehearsal yeah. because the person who is saying the line to you could be doing it in a totally different way mm-hmm. and it will change the way you feel. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I really liked it in the masterclass when Joyce, she got you to um, to, to, to translate Karanoma um, into English and then she said, okay, now translate it in kind of real, real language. And that's when we became best friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, she, she, um, it, it was amazing, you know, it's exactly what it is. Translate it into how you would say it. Yeah, now. yeah. You know, everybody says I love you in a different way. Yeah, so. yeah. What's your favourite scene in Follies apart from your own? Oh, that is a horrible question. <laughs> <laughs> um, you get to do dancing in the show, you're so lucky. Well, I you get to I, be in the chorus. Yeah, well, I don't do the tap dancing, I'm not in oh, any Oh, okay, I was going to no, ask, no, no, ask if you were in the mirror. No, I'm not in, I'm not in those. I mean, I love watching the mirror, mirror. It's incredible. It's cool. Oh, I love it's it. Such a good. Love, and then and those youngsters, they're just amazing. Well, they're all amazing. Like the older, the older ladies, and then yeah. the youngsters come on and they talk all of that. So. Yeah, I, I think actually one of my favourite scenes, and it's a bit strange one, is there's straight after Mirror Mirror. There's a circulation on the revolve that lasts about five minutes, where the two couples are starting to to argue. Oh yes, I remember that bit. I and think they so, are. Yeah. And, it's amazing, and mainly because the four principal, the four principal characters are just acting the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like I watch it every time before I come on, and I just think I'm watching a masterclass. Yeah. Because the words are so so visceral and so real, and it's um, it's it really affects people. And, and actually, anybody who's come to see it, I ask what they thought of that scene and, yeah. and everybody it's one of those things that they mention they say it just takes yeah. away the audience hanging on their every word yeah. so I think that's one of my favourite moments yeah. um, not my absolute favourite oh, okay. <laughs> there yeah. are many 
with the exception of yours, um, well, well, you know, well, yours. and also um, I think actually the the last scene as well actually just um, just after this big you know sort of dance number and then everybody comes onto the stage and they all Chaos. start you know yeah, yeah and then yeah. and then he's just like no it's, oh, I love that scene yeah well it's kind of just it's the everything's crumbled yeah up. exactly it's the mental yeah. breakdown yeah yeah. yeah. Are you in that scene? I am. I'm up on the um, the rubble at the yeah. top. Yeah. <laughs> what do you have to do? Well, I just sing my song. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you? Yeah. <laughs> you could be singing like anything. Well, like... I could, but I'm, you know, I'm not going to say I've done that. <laughs> oh, you should like one day it's like a dare or something like that. Don't they do like muck up? Shows on muck like the yeah, muck up matinees. We yeah. haven't done that yet because we're very professional. I can't, I can't, I can't imagine that you know a team of the, the caliber of the national would be doing muck up no, shows. Sure, <laughs> surely not. Yeah. Did you did you always want to be an opera singer? No, actually. Yeah. Um, I I fought against it for a lot. My my parent, well, my mum very much loves classical music. She always has. Yeah. She had it playing all the time when we were younger. And mm-hmm. I think I might have maybe tried to rebel, rebel against it. Yeah, um, as, as we all do. As we all do. <laughs> I, was, I started singing in a church choir in my town, hometown of Harper. And I started singing in the church choir there and like, from the age of seven. And I was in it every Sunday, every Thursday rehearsing. Mm-hmm. And um, did that till I was 18. And I think I, I also joined um, the local amateur dramatic society, the Harper Nocratic Society. Yeah. And my first year with them was Carousel, and I played oh, a ragamuffin. Yeah, I played a ragamuffin, and okay. I was really excited. And I, this was my the start of my life. I can imagine love when, when, when you're at that age, aren't you? You, you know, when you get to even just being on a stage when you're so young, you just think it's like the best thing in the whole wide world, yeah. don't you? Yeah, it was it, it was the start of my love for musical theatre. Yeah, and I, um, so I was in everything that they did because I just loved it yeah and um i so i actually wanted to do musical theatre oh, and then okay. so but now i get to do both so yeah i kind yeah. of won it's a win-win yeah so, so did you initially start out in musical theatre in your training or was it yeah, yeah i started at Guildhall in 2004 yeah when i was 18 so mm-hmm. we went straight off school yeah. And I did my first year of undergrad, but then yeah. decided that I didn't want to do it anymore. Oh. So I took a, a gap year. Oh, okay. And then I came back after my gap year, and after a week, I just said I, I, I decided I really didn't want to do it. So I got a job, I had um, just, just, you know, sort of just live my normal life. Really. Yeah. I think looking back on it, I just got my life Exactly. You know, I didn't know the, the importance of, or understand the importance of practice, the, yeah. you know, being criticised, how it's actually a good thing to yeah. criticise. But when you're that age, though, I mean, you yeah. know, you're very vulnerable, aren't you? And yeah, you I mean, like to think that, you know, you know everything. Yeah, I mean, I was just like, well, no, I, I'm singing because I enjoy it. Yeah. I don't want someone to tell me how to do it because I just want to sing how I enjoy yeah, it. Yeah. Now, that's fine, but if you, know, I wanted, you know, I wanted to sing as for a living, so I yeah. needed to train. And it took me about four years to realise that. And yeah. I came back um, four years later and started all over again. So I did my first year 2009, and then did my four years training and took it seriously yeah. this time. Yeah. And I, I think I always had it in me, but I just needed to just really ground myself yeah. and just say, right, 
if you're going to do this, you've got to do it properly. Yeah, you've got to commit. I, exactly. I had an incredible singing teacher. Yeah. I still have to do. Yeah, you yeah. Know, and and just taught me how to do it properly. And when you don't want to do something properly, I think you enjoy it. Exactly. You just you do. do. You yeah, know, it's, yeah. it's, it's in anything. It's cooking. I mean, I was yeah. I could not cook to save my life before I met my husband. And now he just has taught me to open a yeah. recipe book and follow yeah. the recipe rather than yeah. skip. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm a wonderful Oh. <laughs> oh, that's good. I've, I've heard I've heard amazing things about the um the course at Guildhall. I mean, it sounds like a very kind of full on course, but really fun as well. And like oh, you get to do basically everything. Absolutely. Well, so the the, the vocal studies course that I did for four years, which was my undergrad, yeah. was, was wonderful because you get every aspect of song, yeah. opera, you know, any kind of. Yeah. music and then I went into the opera course and it was it was so fun it was wonderful I mean I met my husband which was brilliant that was, that's the first great thing from it but the second thing is that you get such good training I mean yeah. Dominic Wheeler's on um, on the course now he's fantastic you know he really really brought out so many fantastic things to talk to me about the candy singing yeah. um, and Martin Lloyd Evans who does the, the dramatic side of it yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just they're just two really good scholars. They're two mm. really good people. They get you really prepared for the outside world. Mm-hmm. And um, and people, people that I've spoken to have been on casting panels or and things. Can always say that they can they can see a guild person, you know. Because, oh, okay. You know. Yeah. But I think the thing that makes you so prepared to do anything on stage is the fact that there's a technical theatre side. Well, yeah, I was going to say actually, like we were saying, the acting and the singing departments are very much interlinked, exactly, aren't they? Exactly, they are. And, then, and this technical theatre department yeah. is amazing. They have this, especially now they've got the new building. Yeah. It's such a good building. It's, yeah. Um, you know, we were the first, of course, to use the, the studio for oh, our scenes. Okay. And they had all of this, you know, amazing equipment, yeah. lighting, everything's right. So you're working in a professional theatre. Mm-hmm. And with people who are training to be professional um, stage technicians, so yeah. it's really lucky, yeah. really lucky, and you just you feel so set up and ready to just go into a show, yeah. really, or a, an opera, or a play. And do you have any favourite composers to sing? Uh, yes, I mean I love singing Puccini and Verdi. Oh, like okay. Oh, okay. Um, but I also love singing Handel. Mozart, I love singing. I, I always, I mean, I say I get scared of recitative. It's not very precise, though, it's isn't it? Precise. You've got to be kind of really on it. Yeah, I mean, you have to be on it with any any singing. But with yeah. Mozart, there's a real, it's a style. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it. I think, um, but yeah, so recitative does scare me slightly, but. It's the same as anything in practice. Yeah. It, you know. Yeah. So um. Yeah. 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 I think they're my favourites. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and what about sometime as well? What's it What's it like to to sing his music? When I've watched interviews with actors who sing sometime and they say that you know you've got to be totally in it, haven't you? You know you can't do it half-heartedly. Well, no, because he didn't write it half-heartedly. No, <laughs> he, everything that he, he was writes, writing about like real experiences, mm, wasn't it? Yeah, and what is incredible about Follies and what's sometimes done is that he's written this piece of drama that is 
he's got inside a woman's brain. He knows how women feel. He knows how men feel. He knows how, and he's just managed to express it in exactly the right words, exactly the right nuances, exactly the right rhythms. He writes so rhythmically, and you know all of the little motifs that he has. It's just, it's just amazing. And uh, and so to be able to sing those the words and be able to put them out to an audience is pretty pretty wonderful because. He knows what he's doing. I mean, he's yeah. probably one of the greatest living composers in the world. So. Oh yeah, yeah. And he wrote the libretto for West Side Story. He did. Didn't he? he did, which is incredible. One of my yeah. favourites. I have to ask you about the dancing as well that we were just talking about yeah. before the recording. I mean, what's it like working with Bill Deemer and you know, have being choreographed by him and being dance studio yeah. and having... I mean, the fact that he, he knows who I am. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's made, he again is one of these people that feels the music. Yeah. And he knows what he the rhythms that he comes up with is what fascinates me. Like yeah. the tap rhythm to mirror mirror. It That's just crazy. it's amazing. He sort of he fills that the orchestration for it is incredible. Jonathan Schooner is the orchestrator yeah. for, for this. And he um there are big gaps, obviously, because that's where the tap sound comes in. Every step he puts in, there's a meaning behind it. And he yeah. has a wonderful associate choreographer called Kylie, oh, okay. who is just fantastic. So yeah. she, you know, they, the two of them together when they're working, it's, it's rather amazing. Yeah. I didn't realise that you were in that dance number. I, I'm not in the tap dance. Oh, okay. Number. I'm not. No, yeah. no, no, no. I'm, I'm in a tiny dance. Uh, okay. So yeah. <laughs> it's behind the set. But yeah. um, I, I mean, I did some ballet when I was young. So yeah, I did we just off. said yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah so it's just that that little bit of in it yeah what I absolutely love is you know at the beginning of the show and actually you know throughout the show as well there's that motif isn't there where you have the the ghosts don't they and they do that thing where they kind of lift their hands up in the air and they do it in such a stylish way yeah. and well yeah. actually one of the the do you uh, have to do that as well yeah I'm in I'm in that oh, I'm, in, I'm in the one with the big gold thing on my head. <laughs> yeah. Don't you have to wear one of those? Yeah, yeah. I've got some pictures, I'll show you who I am. I'd love to see the pictures after this recording. Yeah, no, I mean, so yeah, I'm in that motif and I think that's just all the showgirls coming on and saying we're back. Yeah, you know? yeah. I was going to ask you actually, because you played Heidi Schiller in the original revival and obviously you're doing it now. I mean, has that informed has that whole experience actually informed now how you sing opera or other repertoires or...? Oh, yeah. yeah. Just just from working with incredible actors, I mean, Mel Staunton was in the last one. Her whole approach to acting and watching her has taught me so much and actually helped me so much with when I did Violetta because Violetta yes. is an incredible character. I mean, she's got so much more behind her. So I sort of just really drew on all of the experiences I'd had from yeah. this rehearsal room yeah. and brought them into the, the opera. So, and it yeah. has, it's completely changed the, yeah. way, the way I will yeah. and always approach from. Yeah. And, and when you're researching characters, and what's your approach? What I do is I obviously, you know, do as much research as possible about the opera, yeah. about the character. Um, and what, Because most of the time, uh, operatic characters are drawn on some real yeah. people. But or, they're you know, much more amplified, I think, on the stage. And then so, I, well, an example for Violetta, I wrote a diary as Violetta. Oh, I did. Okay. I actually wrote um, for every scene sort of a diary entry to, to work out how I would have said it myself. Yeah. Just like it, every day, you know, on my phone, I got yeah, a text from Alfredo yeah. today. Yeah. Just to give me that sort of like, this is what it would feel like for me. And now, how can I interpret my own feelings but put it into that set? Yeah. That, uh, 
Yeah, it's been such a pleasure talking to you, Alison. Thank, so thank you so much. Thank you so much. Anytime, anytime.